Welcome to the Aggie Parent and Family Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jones, the Transition Parent and Family Coordinator here at Utah State University. Today, we have with us on the show, Katie Strand. Katie is the first year experience librarian. Uh, and I believe, when did you start, Katie? Um, I started January 1st, so I have two good months under my belt. January 1st, the new year. Well, Katie, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. So, Katie, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what schools did you attend for your degree, etc.? Yeah, the where question is always a tricky question for me because I don't really have a town that felt like home before I moved to Logan. I've lived in a lot of different places. I've lived in Illinois, West Virginia, Wyoming, Idaho, Maryland, and now Logan, Utah, which is where I like to tell people I'm from now. Um, I believe this is my sixth year living here. I live here with my two kids and my husband, who's a teacher at Logan High School. I earned my bachelor's degree in English from Idaho State University and my master's degree in library science from Emporia State University. I did just start as the first year experience librarian, but I've been working at Utah State for three years now. Uh, My focus has really been on teaching students information literacy skills, like um, evaluating sources, finding sources, citing your information. My new position is still allowing me to teach but I'm getting to kind of coordinate our first-year instruction and outreach for first-year students. Amazing. So can you just, just for the listeners, there's something I want to clear up here. Yeah. Is West Virginia almost heaven? I mean, they just need to know. Is it true? It's definitely one of the most beautiful places, and I did sing that song at many, many school assemblies. So, Katie, as you know, uh, the USU Library is a beautiful place uh, for students to take advantage of during their time here at USU. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about the library, kind of what its purpose is, and uh, how it relates to that first year experience, I guess? A lot of questions, but yeah. Yeah, the USU Library is really the hub of Utah State University, especially for our students. The spaces where students can go to collaborate, to learn and explore, and it's really a space that's designed for them. The library can really be a home away from home for our students. We have study spaces for individual and group time. We have a cafe where they can get food. Um, We have staff members who are experts in finding answers to any and all questions and genuinely want to help our students and we have some really fun technology like a virtual reality lab where students can take like a brain break from their academics so I work at the Merrill Kazir library which is on our Logan campus but we offer resources and support for our online and statewide students as well So I just want them to keep that in mind if some of our listeners are online or statewide students that a lot of the resources and services that I'll talk about today are available for them as well. 
Um, our library is really student focused. We're always looking for new and innovative ways to support and engage our students. Just this year, one way we did that was by creating the first year experience librarian, which is my position. So some recent output from Civitas, which is just a learning analytics platform, showed that our students were more likely to persist to the next semester if they engaged with the library's services and resources early in their academic careers. So my job is to really coordinate and oversee the instruction and outreach to our students so they get into the library sooner. I think a lot of our students come to campus and have a preconceived notion or idea of what the library does. So my job is to really make them aware of the library, the resources that we offer, and how we can really make their lives easier throughout all of their time at USU. So what do you think are some of the, I don't know, kind of most common um, myths or I guess that you have about the library or as you said preconceived notions that you find interesting has there been anyone that like catches you the big myths about the yeah. library yeah I mean one is that the library is a boring stuffy place that just has books right that's what a lot of us think that a library is but as soon as you walk into our library, it's pretty obvious that our students use, love using this as a space to collaborate and connect with each other. Um, it's consistently voted best place to study on campus. So our, our students really just love hanging out there. We do have books, of course we have books. We have physical books, eBooks, and audio books. But we also have a lot of technology. We have that virtual reality lab. We have a one button recording studio. Um, we have laptops, iPads, calculators that students can check out. We have a lot of study spaces. We have standing desks. We got these desks where students can bike while they work. There's really just something in the library for everyone. We're not just books. We have a lot of different resources and services. Yeah, that's great. I grew up watching a movie called The Page Master. I don't know if you've seen it, but Never they're talking. Never heard of it. Yeah, so <laughs> check it out. I'll put it in the show notes. So Page Master, they basically go into a library and there's these talking books. And I think one of the things that's interesting, as you kind of alluded to, is that since we're a system-wide campus, we also have a lot of like open resources, but like online platforms. And that was really news to me as a student. Um, I think I kind of had the impression that it was just sort of the hard books, but you all are also, it looks like facilitating a lot of this electronic um, data, which is really interesting. Have you kind of seen a shift uh, as a librarian and kind of the expectations as, I guess things just go more digital? Yeah, I mean, definitely there's more information available online. We even try to push against uh, professors that are requiring their students to use books anymore because the current information is just available digitally. It has kind of changed students' perceptions of what's um, credible or not. We've got this whole fake news craze right now. So I teach a lot of classes to students actually where I'm teaching them how to evaluate the information they're finding online because yeah, information is a lot easier to find now, but it makes it a little trickier to evaluate and make sure it's actually credible. So that's definitely shifted our instruction that we do with students in the library. 
Oh, that's great. So what would you say uh, parents can do specifically to kind of encourage uh, their students to take advantage of the library? Yeah, so for parents to, to encourage their students to take advantage of the library really is going to require them to educate themselves a little on what we offer. And listening to this podcast is a fantastic first step. Our parents are really going to hear from their students when they're struggling and when they could use the library most. So it's nice if they already know some of the services they, that we offer so they can remind their students when they are struggling to find sources for their research paper or they're headed to take a test and they don't have a calculator. So they know these, these services and can remind their students during their time of need. That's great. Are there any resources that you just kind of wish were better utilized by students? Yeah, our physical library space, like our study rooms and our amazing new furniture, are very utilized by students, but there are definitely some underutilized resources by students. I could honestly fill up an hour of this podcast with resources that students should use more, but I'll just highlight a couple. The first one is going to be our librarians. College level research can be difficult and students can easily get frustrated, but we have librarians who are experts in doing research and their favorite part of their job is helping students one-on-one -on -one with their research. So students can set up one-on-one -on -one appointments with their librarians and they can come in and work with their librarian or they can work over Skype or email for our online and statewide students. If that feels too intimidating, we also have a chat service where students can chat with a librarian Monday through Friday, nine to five. And I totally get that. I was always nervous to admit I needed help. And the anonymity that chat gives students is really appealing to them. So they can just hop on to chat, ask questions about the library, ask an in-depth research question, and the librarian will stick with you and help you find your sources and make sure you have the research that you need. So I really encourage students to reach out to their librarians. One more service that I'll plug um, is Course Reserves. So Course Reserves is a section of the library where students can go and check out textbooks for their classes. It's up to the professor to put their textbook in Course Reserves, so not every single textbook is in there. Students can go to the library homepage and see if their course has their textbook available or they can just go into course reserves and ask. If your textbook is available, you can check it out for three hours at a time. This allows us to have just a couple of textbooks to share for all the students in that class. So there's two resources right there that students can take advantage of get help with their research, and save some money on their textbooks. Those are great resources. I'll make sure to put them in the show notes. And you may this week or next see an Isaiah Jones in the chat, just, you know, mm -hmm. just making sure I can uh, get some help as well. So are th is there a favorite library resource uh, that, that you particularly like that I guess the library has? That's a very tricky question. I don't want any side eyes when I go back to the library. 
but I will talk about one that I'm loving right now and I would like students to be more aware of um, is OER. OER stands for Open Educational Resources. The library has an OER coordinator who works with professors to make um, course textbooks or class materials freely, freely available online. Textbooks end up being this additional financial burden for students and they can't always plan for them and oftentimes they're covering themselves or their parents are helping them cover those costs and OER really works to eliminate those additional and often extravagant textbook costs. We had an event recently in the library we asked students to share what they could spend money on if they didn't have to spend money on their textbooks and students were sharing things like rent, food, car payments, being able to buy a winter coat or winter boots. One student said they would be able to afford their insulin. So it just shows you that a lot of our students are already struggling to cover basic living costs, food, shelter, medications. They don't need to be paying $200 for their textbook on top of that. So parents can check out our OER website to find a list of courses by semester that are using OER textbooks. You can also look for zero cost course materials in Banner um, when your students are registering for their classes. If you know your student has to take Biology 1010 and there are a bunch of different sections, why wouldn't you pick the one that's offering a free version of the textbook online, right? So more information on that can be found at our OER website, which is just oer.usu.edu. Extravagant textbook mm -hmm. cost. That is beautiful. I'll, we'll have to put that as a banner some way, somewhere, uh, limiting extravagant costs. So what library events uh, would you encourage students to attend or parents to remind their students to attend throughout the year and maybe what are some of your favorites there? So the events in the library are changing a lot. We host a lot of different events through the year. So I would really just encourage parents and students to follow us on social media. Um, it's USU Libraries. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And the individual that manages our account does a really great job of keeping everyone up to date on what's happening in the library because it is always changing. Some of my favorite events, though, are Pause and Breathe is one really great event that's held every finals week. It'll be usually at the beginning of finals week. It's a de-stressor for students. Students can come in, get a few pieces of pizza, get some cookies. We're also bringing in some veggies to kind of balance their diet a little bit. We also have coloring. We'll have some type of television show playing. And then we have our therapy dogs and our therapy cats there. So students can hang out there during finals week eat some food, de-stress a little bit. We also have therapy dogs that come into the library every Tuesday. So if students can't make it to pause and breathe, they can still hang out with the dogs every Tuesday from two to three. So those are my events that are consistent throughout the year. But follow us on social media to find about 
find out about any new events that we have. And I have to say, your social media is awesome. There was a Robert Burton piece that I think it was in Special Collections, and everybody was liking it. So very good job there. Well, Katie, this has been awesome. Are there any last things that you'd want to mention or any misconceptions or anything or more encouragement, things like that, that we left out? Yeah, I would just encourage parents and students to come into the library, reach out to us. We have so many resources and services, far more than I covered today. So please don't be shy. Come in, chat with us, reach out to me if you have any questions. And we look forward to seeing you around the library. Well, thank you, Katie, uh, for joining us today. And we'd love to have you back. And thank you, listeners, for listening to the Aggie Parent Family Podcast. I'll make sure to touch base with Katie, get all of those links and everything into our show notes. Y'all have a wonderful day and go Aggies.